Hello and welcome to the Killian Brady Performance Podcast, where we discuss everything you need to take your GEA performance to the next level. On this week's episode, I'm delighted to be joined by Westmead star Jer Egan. This episode is going to look at how Jer prepares, performs, and recovers to ensure he stays at the top of his game. So, before we get into all that, Jer, if you want to just tell the listeners a bit about yourself and your sport and career to date. Yeah, played all the way up underage Westmead. Um, obviously started with the club. Uh, can honestly say, wasn't mad into it. Was mm-hmm. mad into athletics as a young lad. So I suppose that's kind of always stood to me. I kind of didn't really realize it until I kind of got older. You know what I mean? How important obviously fitness was. You know, you're very old. What age well, are you? Like? Twenty eight. Like <laughs> ten years in a row now. Um, yeah, played what under fourteen, under sixteen. Remember having trials even in my own club here. Um. And I suppose when I got to leave insert, I kind of had to make a decision between athletics and football. It's probably not the best year to choose. No, enough no. going on. Yeah, but and then in the same year, I got called into the seniors. So it was kind of a lot going on too. Um, but that's where kind of my football and career kicked off. Mm. Was 17 years of age, 18 years of age. So um, that's where the athletics kind of took a back seat and football took over. And what kind of made you make... You know, I know obviously time commitments and all, but what made you choose football over athletics? Um, I loved athletics. I really did. Really enjoyed it. But I suppose the whole training on your own. Yeah. Um, you know, I was long distance for long periods in athletics, and then I went into uh, speed stuff towards the end of it. But um, I just really enjoyed the team aspect of it. I think nearly every player would say that, mm-hmm. and. Uh, just as I said, the legs really helped me from from a starting point. You know, I was always fit. You know what I mean? That stood to me, and I was kind of light then. So that's kind of something I had to work on then. But it was just the whole team aspect and kind of, uh, you know, that was mainly it. You know mm. what I mean? And then as I said, I got called into. I was under twenty ones and seniors the same year. So it kind of all just kind of steamrolled one into the other. So and I just really got to enjoy it the more and more I uh, got involved in it and. Uh, having up back, you know. Mm. So you were playing, you were basically just playing and then transferred basically straight into senior. Like you didn't have to go up through under-21s, prolong, like you were fairly in there from the start with the senior panel. Yeah, um, I'm trying to think. Made my senior league debut, yeah, just after we got knocked out under-21. That's right, Leinster final. We lost Leinster first Leinster final. So, um, got Brian kind of I remember I was probably in the train the Tuesday night, uh, no the Thursday night, and um, was delighted to be on the match day squad. Yeah. <laughs> and the manager came up to me and he goes, oh, "I'm going to start your wing back against Donegal." I'll never forget. I was only eighteen. Uh, can't say did that do wrong or that do yeah. good, but great experience. And I said just everything kind of built from there, and I've been in ever since. So you played under twenty ones. You obviously weren't that long after mine, were you? No, I was eighteen. Eighteen. Even was I? I actually think it could have been four twenty ones. That's the fact. Now yeah. I'm trying to think. Now that's, that's a little while the back. Now. I should. I should. <laughs> I should know. But uh, I actually think it could have been for the under twenty one championship. And then we kind of got. Um, we just got caught as in like the under twenty one states themselves. So yeah. I actually could have been for that. I played two or three league games. I think that was it. I played two or three league games seniors, and then it got just the twenty ones got pulled one side. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just concentrating their own. Yeah. So uh, yeah, huge learning curve. 
got my uh, backside handed to me in a couple <laughs> of games because you know the step up was just enormous, you know. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, big learning curves, but really enjoyable too, you know. And I suppose at that age, what was the biggest drawback, or what were you most worried about going into it, or were you that just that young that you had no fear that you were just taking it as a came? Yeah, kind of. I was just nearly naive more than I yeah. was really delighted to be there, you know. And um, I've been lucky actually. I played with some nearly Westmead greats, mm-hmm. like the real greats, um, and some lads really put me under their wing and helped me along the way, but I suppose the physical aspect, you know, yeah, I said, yeah. it was very light, you know, but fitness is always kind of, and I was kind of always quick, mm. um, but yeah. So you could get away from the hammer. <laughs> well, sometimes, and I wouldn't mind back, that was back when like, the Northern teams were really kind of bringing the gym and bulking kind of into it, yeah. so that was really starting to come around with that, so I really had to get into the gym put the hours in and uh, I'll never forget uh, I was going to we were playing Wakeland first round of the Leinster Championship my first year in and I thought I was like yes, I think I'm going to start here now. I have a fairly good chance and I was only young at the time and manager at the time very good friends of him now at the moment uh, Pat Flanagan was actually club manager at the time um, he was look I'd start only you're too late yeah he goes I don't think you'd be able for and those words just stuck with me ever since and he's like, nearly as kind of like, you'll regret saying that. Yeah, so yeah, but yeah. it was kind of something that I benefited from. I nearly went over the top gym wise, got too big. Mm-hmm. But like, you only kind of learn what your body is able for and what suits you the more games you play, yeah, and the older yeah, yeah. you get. And like, experience is everything. And yeah. Yeah, that is the show, it actually is. And knowledge too, because I think sometimes when young lads think about going to the gym, all they care about is getting big. Yeah. And sometimes. I see too when lads would be bulking up but they could be doing the total wrong stuff would you uh, like they might be necessarily big and then injuries come in and all that type of stuff so do you feel that you have any regrets about the way you went about bulking up as in something that could have I suppose quickened up the process yeah no look I I know at the point a lot of size mm. um, I said you kind of the game has changed over the last six even ten years you could say you know it's gone from bulk to kind of now it's just like speed and power it's just explosiveness you know yeah, right yeah. in the feet um, keeping all contact where then it was nearly all contact you know what I mean so I think yeah. um, you kind of have to go with the times too Yeah. but I think the game has evolved so much now I think Dublin's just brought it to such a level that you need to be powerful you need to be quick you mm-hmm. need to be agile you know what I mean so you're just a complete all rounder so um, it's just putting the muscle on the right areas and look I'd say I went top heavy, so I mm-hmm. put on uh, upper body, and uh, it did, it did, it's, it, it, performance-wise, I did um, struggle, I'd say, for, say, six, nine months, I was struggling with my knees and my hip, I just wasn't able to carriage. Yeah, yeah. So, and then, kind of had to rethink and refocus on things, and I just lost a lot of muscle from up top and I put in the right areas, and um, as I said, you only can learn that when you kind of the more you play and yeah, the more yeah, your body yeah. reacts to things and uh, but regretted no learn from it yes and you only find your own balance by kind of trying out things mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I suppose to over time as you say even season to season it changes your position will change like different sizes different parts of the field like it is hard especially for a young lad coming up to try and get your head around it and did you find when you got into all the fitness stuff and all that was expected of you when you were playing senior football as such a young player did you find that 
hard to manage? Uh, for me personally, I really enjoyed the whole. I enjoyed the gym aspect of it, like because it wasn't really exposed to it a lot, and I suppose that's probably kind of the downside to kind of the weaker counties, mm-hmm. you know, and um, they're not exposed to these things from an early age, you know, and I suppose when you're a minor, like when you're full minor, you should probably have two or three years under your belt, you know what I mean? So yeah, yeah. I was kind of playing catch up too. So I think there's that part of it too that if, and I think it is most clubs, their mind county are going on the route of like, right, they need to be getting into the gym and even mm-hmm. doing body weight stuff and just making sure they're moving properly. Yeah. That's what it's about. It's just, and like every SEC course say, it's in, injury prevention first, you know what I mean? Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Then it's getting your speed and power and being able to move properly and do you know what I mean? That's, at the end of the day, your manager wants you on the pitch mm-hmm. 100% of the time, you know, and that's why you go to the gym. So, um, you know, that's, I really enjoyed the gym now. I really got to enjoy it. And as I said, I kind of, it stood to me ever since and I've carried it on ever since. Mm-hmm. And it's nearly, um, the mental side of me <laughs> too. Like it actually yeah. is, you know, I nearly go there, it's nearly routine. I nearly feel bad enough for, go- yeah. for going, even on the off season, you know what I mean? So it's good in that aspect too. It kind of gives you a little bit of like focus too and something mm-hmm. to look forward to. And that's the way I look at it, you know what I mean? And obviously the form side, I know that look, if I'm doing these certain things, mm-hmm. it's going to transfer off the pitch. So I think for young lads, um, they're going to like certain things and I'm going to dislike other parts. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you, at this day and age, a, a GA player needs to, has to be just an all-rounder. Even yeah. a cornerback, he yeah. nearly has to be an all-rounder. There's no such thing as a cornerback anymore. It's You're mm-hmm. an outfield player, you know what I mean? So you kind of have to be ticking all the boxes do you know what I mean? So that's just, I said, it's just the game's evolving. You just yeah. have to evolve it. I suppose, what do you find the biggest thing now? 10 years for some of us, 20 is a long time to be in at senior football. So, what do you feel is the biggest changes from when you come in to maybe some 18, 19 year olds coming into the senior setup now? I said, look, the, the whole SEC part of it has just gone mm. mad, and the fitness part, and like the hours and the training, like it's just a massive commitment. So, and that can be a massive turn off for people and you yeah. can see why people go abroad and like at the end of the day it's voluntary yeah. yeah so you either love it or you don't you either want to be there or you don't um and i don't think that's changed yeah you know what i mean well that's one thing that i think even i know you a long time now even when you start playing and that's why i wanted you to have done this because even at that age at when i met you about 18 19 20 like you were just this all or nothing attitude yeah. to well, I just have to get this done. And then even when you're doing something else, right, I have two hours to get this done and it needs to be done. Mm-hmm. So like, do you feel that's the type of approach that you need to have to play into county football? Well, I think, you know, it doesn't matter what county you're you need a kind of win, win a men- mentality in yeah. a sort of way. So you, you, I would have seen you in college, you know, yeah. well, the odd bit. But um, <laughs> no, like I'd, I'd, uh, I might go to the gym in the morning before college. Mm-hmm. And then, like, this is when I was really trying to get the gym work in. And if I had a two-hour slot, I might go in and do another hour in the gym there. You know, you just have to kind of plan and make yeah. time. And um, either, actually, you don't want to do it or you don't want. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, the demands that's put on you is unbelievable. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's nearly... Yeah uncomprehendable at, at this stage you know what I mean so especially lads in college you know it is tough and Traveling I didn't, and yeah that. exactly so your managers have to be kind of lenient too and you know they have to like kind of see what's best for you as well mm-hmm. and see kind of get things around you as well so 
you know, there's all them sort of things too that at the end of the day, you can't be everywhere and you can't no. keep everyone pleased. So um, sometimes things have to take a back seat. And at the end of the day, football's only just a short period of time. Mm-hmm. And you have to look at things outside it. You know, they are the most important things yeah. as well. So it's yeah. just to fit all different things into. And I think you just don't lose focus on that as well, you know? Yeah, I think that too. Because I think sometimes people forget that aren't involved in county setups where travel, all of this stuff, like people might say, oh, I've training of Tuesday night, but then you might have an hour to travel. You might have an hour home. You're trying to recover the next day. I think all of that is what people outside county setups don't realise the commitment that is actually needed to get to that level. And I think sometimes from talking to some of the younger lads that want to do get into county setups, it's such a big shock because they're like, geez, I didn't expect that it'd be all of this. Because it is very time consuming when they're when you have training, recovery, you know, you're trying to get your nutrition right, you're cooking, you're prepping meals, you're trying to go to college or work. Like even talking about it now, for someone to even have to go and do that, you're kind of, geez, where do you get time for anything else? But I think that's one thing that I find with players now that are breaking into senior teams of, how do I deal with this? You know? But it's simply a job on top of your job, yeah. on top of your your college or whatever it is, you know, um, like lads living up in Dublin, travelling down, you know, they'd even saying traffic as well and they might have to get off work earlier and mm-hmm. you know I'm lucky living in Westmead you know everything's kind of around me you know and I went to college with everything around me as well yeah, so yeah. it just depends what avenue you want to go and like obviously if you want to go up in Dublin live in Dublin like that's some that's fine you know what mm-hmm. I mean and you know I know lads go training they might be there at seven o'clock and you might have a video session for an hour and you go training for two hours and you'd have to get food after and you might be home till 11, 12 o'clock yeah. and then you're going to work yeah. for eight the next morning so it's just you're, you don't want to do it you don't want, there's no point yeah. saying that now, you don't, and like it is a lot to take on and I think even chatting some of the younger lads there as well they'd be like you know, another video analysis session yeah. but like it's a that's margins. the preparation yeah. you have to do and as you said the diet like diet is gone mad well it's just so important now like you know you get talks there now that nearly 80% of everything is your diet now mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. and this is coming into your recovery too yeah. you know what I mean so when you have to eat and what you have to eat and as I said when I came in at start I was oblivious to all this yeah. you know what yeah. I mean and I think as you get older you see what's right for you mm-hmm. no one can put a set plan out for no. because no, everyone's I different that, yeah. you know I think mean? that is a very important thing for people to realise that there is no one size fits all for anything. Like you can look at someone else and they can be doing all that they're doing, but that doesn't necessarily mean that's going to work for you. Exactly. Yeah, and I've, look, I've trained my body in a certain way, yeah. so I know that it's going to react a certain way, but I wouldn't be able to tell you that probably three years ago. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I suppose in the last two years, I've really got to understand how I react and what works well for me and what that's, yeah, me actually years playing senior, just senior, yeah, so don't yeah. put 21s, don't put minors, so, like, it generally takes that length of time, I think, to get to know yourself even, correct, mm. and then your performance aspect will come on top of that, and, like, your gym stuff, you know, it all kind of comes together, I think, like, as you get older, and, like, to say you peak when you're, what, 28, 29, 30, mm-hmm. I think nearly you're right in saying, and, like, look, you have your prodigies, yeah, and yeah, you have your superstars, gift, yeah, exactly, and, there's nothing wrong with that, yeah. you know what I mean? Some things come easier to others, but year on year on year, you're the building blocks, yeah. it's like anything, relationships, career, yeah. anything like that, yeah. and 
hopefully you're getting to the point where you know some I'm at my pinnacle here and it's because I'm after putting all the work in and it's your recovery, your diet. That's training. actually a very interesting point of you know, to do say twenty eight, twenty nine, it's people as you say like you're trial and error for so long that when it comes to that stage at the start of the year, you know it's gonna work best for you to get you in the best shape possible come championship time. So you're kind of getting rid of all that unknown time of trial and trying different things and doing different things. So everything you're doing at that stage is basically increasing your performance. You know, yeah, so sitting in. Train, like, you train in the team environment. So you could say 80% of it, everyone's doing kind of the same thing. Mm. But then, as I said, then I think the 20% comes in where you know your own body yeah. and you know what works best for you in the right time of the year and you know when to hit the gas a certain name there's nothing peaking in February yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? yeah do you know what I mean so and then you're going different managers have different priorities mm-hmm. so league could be a massive priority do you know what I mean and yeah. you're like look yeah. maybe you're not going to win the championship and maybe you need to go up another division so we can yeah. different so like there's that too yeah, yeah you know what I mean so you're peaking at different you're not looking to peak for championship you're looking to be consistent well, I think throughout the league as a well GA player, you need to have a constant um period of performance I yeah, say yeah, you yeah. need to be very very consistent yeah um, because like league the championship is a very long period of time mm-hmm. you know what I mean so you need that's where I think your years of training comes in that right I'm going to perform just say at a 7 yeah the whole time yeah and you can yeah. I guarantee you all your managers will go and say I'd rather tell that that'll give me a 7 the whole time instead of a 9 here and a, and a uh, 5 here do you know what I mean yeah, yeah and yeah. that's where your training comes in and that's where you're knowing your own body and as I said, look, you have your superstars that it just comes to, you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. But that's what, one in a hundred even, yeah, or one sure. in a thousand even. Yeah, there's probably, for everybody that's playing football, you might get one every couple of years, you know, that exactly. comes along. Exactly, exactly. Um, so I suppose looking at it from, as you approach games now, is your approach to game day different now, or how do you go about approaching games? Because as you'd say, you need to have a consistent basis. So have you something that you do pre-game, the week leading up to a game, or how do you approach that? Well, I suppose this comes back to how you train is how you're going to perform. So yeah. train is your, um, you know, you're taking the box. This is, if I train like this, I'm going to perform like this. Yeah. So yeah. that's why you train eat well for training and you try to sleep well. So you're practicing for the big day. Yeah. But you would still, I'd still would kind of change a couple of things. So you'd kind of drink that little bit more water or yeah. you'd kind of eat that little bit more or like up two days after a match like you would eat more carbs you know yeah. sort of way. and for me personally game day I eat very very little okay. so I'd be nearly offloading completely hmm. and water even more I'd be like right I might even get if you even got one litre into me it's just that's just the day game yeah that's just my mm-hmm. body you know yeah. what I mean um, and that's what I found works best for me mm-hmm. that I know if I've eaten well enough three or four days coming up to it like or the two the second last day before yeah. a match that I'll have enough fuel in the body to get me through it. Now, yeah. if it was a late game, you'd have to eat a little more. Yeah, more. Yeah. But that's just my... Mm-hmm. And as I said, I can't go and say to an 18 or 19-year-old, yeah. this is what you do. Yeah. And you just have to find out what... And a few years ago, I would have a massive bowl of pasta and five litres <laughs> of water. Do you know what I mean? Because that's what people think. It's supposed to look at people and go, oh, well, this is what people do. This is what you're supposed to do kind of thing. And as I said your dietitian is there telling you and it's trying to guide you and it don't like to have I've talked mm-hmm. so much from do you know what I mean yeah. but I said the last few years it really kind of clicked with me what works for me and, I, mm-hmm. and that's just 
for me now, match day, I'd get up, probably a bowl of porridge, mm-hmm. nine o'clock, match, just say matches at two or three o'clock, yeah. and might have something like uh, a bounce ball or something like that, a little energy yeah. snack, and then I'd have maybe four or five cups of coffee. And that'd be my That's you. That's I wouldn't I wouldn't eat enough to about four hours for a match. Hmm. Ca- caffeine and good to go. Stomach could maybe rot out of me after the game, which <laughs> I don't really mind. But uh, take that's that. just yeah, but that's just yeah. and that's why I found this kind of work for me. You know, and if I had uh, if I had a club game, championship game now, I'd uh, I'd go through a routine. It'd be the same eating and all like that, but I'd go to my local gym here mm-hmm. and I'd go and do mobility maybe two hours for the game. Okay. And I just get everything loosened out, and might even do ten minutes cycling. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of limbered and all like that, and we usually have to be there an hour for the game. So I kind of have all that kind of out of the way. So it's just something that I've got used to. Is I, that something that you are bringing in from the county setup? Because that's what you do. No, no, because I wouldn't do it, wasn't it? No, you not? No, just because you'd be either on a bus or you'd yeah, be in a meeting room or do you know what I mean? You just, just rock up and yeah, so. For me, I just come in here and if you listen to music, yeah. you know, it's just something that that's interesting. Yeah, yeah, it's just something that I brought and like club my mind comes with me and mm-hmm. I just find it's something that it's tunes uh, the mind in yeah, to get kinda, going. Yeah, well, yeah. I kind of re- relax too. Mm-hmm. And like, for me, it kind of I find it takes me a long time to kind of get mobile or something. Yeah. Like that. So yeah. that extra period of time without wasting too much energy. Yeah kind of helps me, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then on the warm up, I wouldn't overexert myself, I'm just kind of going through the motions, yeah. making sure the touch is in and all like that, and then ready to go, do you know what sort of way? So yeah. that's just something I've picked up over the last so I think I, years. I think that's important for people to realise too, to have whatever it is for them, but I think it's something, as you say, either to relax you, or to get your body used to, okay, when this happens in an hour's time, I'm playing a game. You know, or to get your mind relaxed into, well, get into the zone for an hour, whatever that is for you. Because I deal with people where some people like to do nothing before a game, and then some people are just zoned in two or three hours before a game. So, like, again, it comes back to having whatever works for you as a pre match routine and just sticking consistently with it and trial an hour to find out what works for you. Exactly. And look, the simple thing is, I wouldn't pack my gear bag until the morning of the game because it nearly took up another half an hour. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and I yeah. wash my boots there and make sure they were spot. Another thing, it'd be yeah. just like, right, look, these are brand new. I have no excuse. Yeah, it's yeah. Only little mental things. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, and I, I'd always know that if there's a program, I'd never look at the opposite team. That's just another thing for me because yeah. it doesn't matter because I can't affect that they're doing. You know what I mean? And who I mark and acting like that. <laughs> so it's kind of just taking all that away and just trying to concentrate on my own and. Uh, you know, you have other lads then that would be all over the program yeah. looking at it and they'd be ready an hour for their boots on. There'd be other lads then that could get changed five minutes for it. Like dragging just, their bag in the change just, room. No, but just get changed out on the pitch. Yeah. So like, as I said, whatever works for you. Yeah. And yeah. Um, I suppose uh, once again, ch- I like tunes in the, ch- in the change room too. It's kind of so, I like to kind of mess, have a good time. Yeah, not I don't want to get too serious. No, I don't want because I think you overthink and I suppose mm-hmm. in the gym there too it's kind of the tunes there as well I'm still kind of messing yeah. but I'm still yeah. doing what I want to do yeah your body's and still getting tuned up into yeah, it yeah exactly um, without the mind yeah going 100 miles an hour and I wouldn't mind even the car journey and just saying a club game the tunes would be different mm-hmm. than in the gym because they'd be kind of more upbeat so I'm yeah. like right okay it's getting closer now yeah, yeah, yeah. so yeah as I said up to I'd say 5 minutes before we go on the pitch 
I've been having a crack now, and then I'm like, right. Game time. It's go time. Do yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, so, no, that's it. Yeah. And you just need to click a switch and yeah. just say, right, I'm ready to go. And I guarantee you most lads are like that. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And then I know some of the lads that have the, the earphones yeah, in and they're yeah. just like... Tunnel I mean, vision. Yeah, 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 they're beating the ball off their head <laughs> and all like that. But like, again, that's why it works for them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's just a couple of things that I do, you know? Yeah, and I think the interesting thing in that is, you know, for anybody that's looking at a way it should be done, I think the one thing to take out of all this is just find out what works for you. And you're doing that now over a consistent period of time. You have all your little bits, as you said, it took a long time to get to this spot. So, you know, for someone listening to this, it's about finding out what works for them, regardless. If they want to pump the ball off their head and hit yeah. the door or box going outside, if it works for them, it works for them. Yeah. So there's no one size fits all for how you prepare for a game. Yeah, and look, that's even, I do take freeze for club and county, you know, just say last year I was mm-hmm. real when I got really into freeze um like even I'd make sure I do I'd say three, four hours a week outside training, just yeah. going through the same routine, wouldn't matter what pitch you're in, it's just the same thing over and over and every three takers say the same and like when I go to train I'd always I'd always be there an hour before training and Last few years now, I haven't been too bad now. I don't need rubs too much. Yeah, yeah, so I'm straight yeah. on the pitch, kicking straight away, half an hour before training and a half an hour after. Do you know what I mean? And it's just, that's something I enjoy yeah, doing. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I think and that's important too to get, you know, when you're coming into like that, and I see at club level even, people just wasting time. Like that half an hour can be put to good use of getting in the zone for taking freeze instead of chatting to some lad over in the corner, you know, wasting your time. Yeah, personally, that would drive me. Yeah, I know when I see lads in that because like it can't be that good that you don't need to get your first touch in, get your shooting yeah, in, yeah. get your passing in, you know. So it is. I think that's the difference between, I suppose, a club mindset and a county mindset of all them little things that just add up over time. You just have to make the most of your time. Yeah. I think. And yeah. I've nearly always been like that. I've always like getting no kicking. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And Jesus, at a young age, I was. St- Shocking kicker of the ball. Oh, yeah, yeah. I said I was just an athlete. Like yeah, I was yeah, run. Yeah. I'd run everywhere, but yeah. I wouldn't be able to kick it now as if you paid me. Yeah. So it's That's just true. and even the lads that snare like the club lads to kind of because they'd know yeah. that it's just mad. Like the more you practice and like mm-hmm. I, my kicking style is completely different and I'm a different player yeah. and and it's just from sheer practice and enjoyment and trying to get better. Mm-hmm. And I suppose last year with the club, I was always played, I always played midfield, probably around midfielder, the last, as you could say, 10 years or like that, but uh, last year, uh, we had a manager come in, and he put me in full forward, mm-hmm. and this fella now is losing the clock, so <laughs> I was like, I'm not going to play, and it completely changed my outlook on the game, appreciation of the mm-hmm. game, appreciation of space, yeah. because you have a different outlook of the pitch and do you know what I mean different view so it's actually changed my career completely how I think about the game how I see the game because um, when you're inside you have to pick your runs you have to be intelligent you have to Uh, be quick you have to be yeah you just have to be you're a completely different player and I don't miss playing out around the middle at all. Yeah. And I kind of, I'm start, and that's something I struggle with, and probably managers have said it to me as well, kind of finding a position for me. Yes. yes. So this year, 
but that with the club um, I think the county manager I had a great relationship with him last year um, he kind of gave me the freedom mm-hmm. I played wing forward but he kind of gave me the freedom to just say look go and make things happen Yeah. so I was able to go inside in the forward line I was able to go in the half forward line I was able to go deep and there was no real restrictions on me and I liked that do you mm-hmm. know what I mean and that's just not everyone gets um, is lucky enough no. to kind of have that and I suppose your performances kind of give you that little bit of freedom too do you know what I mean so I kind of Relish that, do you know what I mean? That I was like, Look, I don't have to do this, yeah, I don't have to, have no, to don't get me wrong, I had to mark my man, I had to make sure he wasn't uh, running right. So, um, as I said, I kind of was able to bring that aspect into my game that look, mm. as a wing back, I know he just wanted to be coming into the full back, like, yeah, so yeah. I was able to bring him to a place where he just wanted to go, yeah. do you know what I mean? Yeah, and yeah. I kind of got that appreciation from playing with the club in the full forward line that. You know, you see little weaknesses in people mm-hmm. and you see, look, he doesn't want to do this. and You pick stuff up and quicker when you can see it. I um, genuinely has changed my football career the last 18 months by just a small positional change. And I guarantee a lot of lads would say that, jeez, I don't know what my actual position was. Yeah. And I thought midfield was my position, but I'm probably too small. I am too small. Yeah. Like, at this day, I actually am. So, but... Again, trial and error. I, if, mm-hmm. if he didn't put me there, I wouldn't be able to have this conversation with you now. Do you know I what know. I mean? So and there'd be so much that you wouldn't know about the game of football that you're bringing into the county. I'm 28 now. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? You like think, geez, I should have enough experience now, but genuinely changed my thought on space and appreciation of the fucking of the game. Do you know what but I mean? Sometimes so, you can see lads like that that have a real good awareness for space. You know, to get away with doing less just because they're so smart in in where their movement goes. Like sometimes you'd look at a lad and go. So how does he get there when he's not even that fast? But just the awareness to have that, the intelligence to have that. And you wouldn't go too far outside the county, like with Desi Dolan there. Mm. He was like that. He just seemed to always be free. Yeah. And you're like, yeah. how? Like, and he was just so clever. Yeah. You know what I mean? And don't get me wrong. Look, you can see players on a national stage now, like you could say Conor Callum. Mm. All these, how were they free the whole time? How? And it's just their appreciation of space and I suppose it's the interaction to have with the players as well look you build that bond that you nearly yeah, know, or, know. So that comes yeah. into it too yeah. but they give him the freedom to create the space for him to be in so yeah. it doesn't just happen yeah exactly but uh, I brought that to my game mm. from different position and it's something else that I can say look even if I was to play midfield or something like that I can say look I'm able to go inside and yeah, play that position. Yeah. So it's something I've added in the game and I'm really enjoying it. That's good. Yeah. You know? From something that you're like, I don't want to do this at all. <laughs> I couldn't even have worse. Like, yeah. Get me out so I can get yeah. the ball more. So it's kind of like, you're really appreciating when you get a ball, you have to do something. Yeah. And I think that's important too, to, if you're being brought out of your comfort zone to doing something that you don't necessarily want to do or don't think you'd be that effective at, like, find something out of it that you can take you know because if you're playing a different position you have a different outlook on the game so learn from that instead of just kind of going oh, I don't want to be here I don't want to do this because you don't know what's going to come out of it I know man I was only watching a clip of Andy Moran there when he, after his retirement there was a clip up on Facebook and I've seen him wearing a wing back jersey and yeah. I was like like and look him now he won the player of the year at corner forward mm. so um. like it's mad, like you, know you learn mean? from everything you'll get, you know, well, like, regardless. It could take what he won his footballer year was he thirty three or something. You know what I mean? It it could take that long. You know what I mean? I said it just doesn't come naturally no. to everyone, and um, 
a different manager can see something different in you, yeah. and you might he might and then you might find something different in you. Yeah. Do you know what yeah. I mean? And it can bring the best out in you. So, um, yeah. I think just be open to everything that comes along, um, and I suppose recovery wise, we touched on it a small bit. What what way would you recover? So after a game, what's your protocol for after a game? Um, I suppose going through the years again after games I would be an absolute wreck after games mm. um, body would be a shambles but then you're looking at position wise as well what you're putting your body through yeah as in so I'd be out around the middle so mm-hmm. it'd be a lot of rough and tumble yeah tumbling. you'd be in the mix but... um, so the body would be really really sore um, but in, just say the last few years then as well body wouldn't be quarter sore so then as I said it's probably position as well do you mm-hmm. know what I mean but um, after games, um, food. Well, I'd actually struggle to eat after game because yeah. the stomach would be rattling. Actually, more kicking in. Well, yeah, maybe about that. It's just I suppose you put your body through so much. Straight after games, kind of hard for me, taxing for me. So you you probably laugh at this, but you nearly I nearly go and get a pizza or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because it nearly you're after exerting yourself that it doesn't really matter. Do you know what no. I mean? But obviously you have. Um, you know, the county wherever you get like your normal like can't get loads of carbs in mm, meat and, sure. and you know I mean? yeah exactly yeah normal stuff um and you'd usually bring it on yourself or the manager would say to you look get to a pool the next day mm-hmm. and or get to the recovery boots or whatever like that so you know you'd be trained to choose a night so look if you didn't go through them little steps mm-hmm. um you wouldn't be able to train choose a night you know what i mean so i think I guarantee a lot of teams don't have exposure to massive amounts of recovery, yeah, kind of, you know yeah. what I mean? But um, your dietitian will come in there and say, look, get loads of carbs into mm. the body, you know, recover really well, get the, the stores back up so the Tuesday night you're not, like, fatigued, you know what I mean? And therefore your injuries come in and all like that. So mm. food is a massive part of it. Do you think that's one thing, just from talking to people, like, like it's nearly recovery and nutrition all that is nearly what strength and conditioning was when it first came in. Now you have the boots, you have the ice baths, you have the Cairo spas, all them are really starting out to take off. So do you think this is another element that's going to, I suppose, boost the standards up even more? Well, it's just, I think, as I said, you'll be trained to choose a night, you know, and you need to be kind of, look, you're going to be fatigued, you're never mm. going to be 100%, but so it's only the injury prevention part of it. And then, you need to go and say as well that on a Tuesday night, if you're not able to train for valid reasons, yeah. look, I'm too tight. What is the point yeah. going out and risking it too? Yeah, I'm so sick of it. Everyone's body recovers differently, mm-hmm. and as I said, he, people might put the put the right um, methods in place to recover quick enough too. Mm-hmm. But I do think well, there is a a period obviously when you go over your thirties. I haven't been there yet. That your body. <laughs> Takes longer takes time. Time. Yeah. So do you know what I mean? So yeah. I haven't experienced that either. I think I'm just at a period now where I my bo- my body is recovering fairly well mm-hmm. and I'm not in as much rough and tumble as I was maybe five years ago. Yeah, yeah, too. Yeah. So there is them little things too, but um diet would be the main one. Um I nearly put more emphasis before a game into like I'd always nearly two nights four hundred a night four and be rubbing kind of gels into me just to get little niggles yeah. or um foam around the feet like mm-hmm. you know what I mean? just just kind of just trying to get yourself as limber as possible 
and I think whatever way your body is after the game, you kind of tend to it in. So a home, like I bought a stationary bike there, so yeah. I usually just hop up and that there, watch a bit of television, do half an hour, a bit of foam rolling. The day that, after again? Day, day after again, yeah. yeah. So yeah. that would be my little things, you know. Mm. Um, in the summer, when it's hot, I might go to the diving board or down to the lake or something like that, but I wouldn't do it right <laughs> now, so... But, Not an all year round kind no, of job. No, no, no. Um, used to be massively into chiropractors and all like that. Yeah. Um, mental struggle now, nearly more than that. Yeah, so, yeah. But no, but um, I'd, be, I'd be very fond of like cold baths now at home before games. Okay. That's interesting. So you kind yeah. of prepare as much as you can, so on the latter side of it, it mightn't be as bad as if you don't do all them little bits leading up to it yeah but that's just things that I you do, do. Yeah, yeah do you know what yeah, I mean and yeah. that's going back to it again I, it's just whatever works for you I think cold baths for me is good. it's good to get the circulation on the body do you know what I mean um, I'd maybe do it even the day of a game depending on just how the body's feeling and all like that mm-hmm. and even just things you'd pick up from athletics back in the day you can put your feet up on the wall at an angle it just flushes out all the Bad, but just circling mm-hmm. again. You know, it's just as you just pick up little things, like mm-hmm. and as I said, for me now I'd have a little notepad there. You know, that I'd be like throughout the years, like just little things. And look, I'd be looking to hopefully go into management. Yeah, down the line. So mm-hmm. it's kind of training. Yeah, the first there'd be little, there'd be little <laughs> things every day. Yeah. yeah, from every part. You know what I mean? That I could, for myself now and for down the line that I can be bringing to a team. You know, mm-hmm. So um. Recovery probably for me be just diet. Yeah. You know what I mean? It'd just be eating properly, um, stretching, um, trying to get the niggles out and if you weren't able to train the choose night, you just need to and it's hard as a young lad to say it to your manager, you know. Yeah, when you want to get on that pitch. Yeah, yeah. you know, yeah. and that's hard, you know what I mean? And it's easy kind of when you're a starting player or a senior player, look, I'm not able to train tonight, you just mm-hmm. need another couple of nights and um I think that trust has to come and you have to build that you too. Have to if you're either honest or you're not, yeah. you're not going to fool anyone on yourself, you know? Yeah, yeah. No, I think, Jared, I think I have taken up enough of your time here this evening. Thanks very much for coming on it. And I hope the people got value from it. I'm, I'm sure they did. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the podcast. If you want to find out more information about my Mindset for Performance programs, where I help you take your performance to the next level by working with you to put a plan in place. We look at goal setting, identifying key milestones and targets, obstacles that may occur, accountability, and overall help you build your confidence. Head over to my Instagram page at Killian Brady or KB underscore performance underscore coaching for more information. Until next time, keep moving forward.